Hey, Michaela. Hi, Warwick. What is the most ridiculous thing you've ever argued with Dunk about? Uh... Well, there's a couple of things that spring to mind. We do argue a lot about the TV on when we go to bed. <laughs> right. Like, no, like, I mean, we have serious arguments because I absolutely hate it, right? Oh, yeah. And yep. he has to have it on to go to sleep. No way. Yeah, but it's every night. Like, <laughs> So why can't I go to bed and not have it on so I can go to sleep? So why does it have to be on so you can go to sleep? So I've just got to wait for you to go to sleep. Then I get up and turn the TV off. So... We came up with a solution to this, but we now have separate bedrooms. <laughs> I was thinking noise cancelling headphones or no, something no, simple like bedrooms. that. Uh, and we'll okay. never go there. And <laughs> but we do argue a lot. We used to. I've become more tolerant now. That I used to go mad at Duncan for taking too long to clean. To clean. Yeah. Surely, surely no woman would complain about their husband. That's why he could never understand. <laughs> it's like because I'd have plans and I'd want to do something and not. <laughs> And he's cleaning. And I'd go, hey, can you hurry up? And he'd be there on the mat steam cleaning a mat or something. <laughs> and I'd be going off at him for cleaning. So, Do you hire him out to other wives? No, well. He makes no. some cash on the side. No. So now it's mowing. He's obsessed with mowing. Because um, he mows the lawn more he, than once, doesn't he? He does. So I don't know if this is G'day a common Dunk, issue. G'day, if you're listening, mate. Well, he, we know he doesn't listen. Um, uh, is, it, is it common for a guy on the same day? To mow the grass two or three times. I've been known to run back over a few spots that. No, I mean like a full mow. Yeah, right. Maybe our listeners should give us some feedback. Hey, uh, obviously we argue about a lot of things. Hey, so uh, separate bedrooms. Yeah. Do you still have sleepovers? Yeah, that's the fun part. (laughs) Little knock on the door. Welcome to the Tradies Business Show, helping you get off the tools and into true business ownership. So you can spend more time doing the things that matter most. Now, here are your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. And welcome to the Tradies Business Show. We're, um, this is a bit of an overshare, I think, Michaela. It was, but as you can see, I'm quite an unreasonable wife at times. Yeah, um, so you, you don't mind a sleepover, but he takes too long to clean. It's like yeah, <laughs> he, he'd, he'd always just look at me in amazement like, why are you angry at me? Yeah, I'm, I'm cleaning. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. The, the lawn mowing does annoy me, though. Yeah, that's interesting. Hey, um, give us some feedback, listeners. We, we'd like to... Help Michaela understand her husband a little bit better, if that's possible. Uh, do you think women and men will ever understand each other? No. And I think the sooner we come to that, which is what I've come to, um, you know, my husband does have a bad back. I think I've mentioned it before and it mm. restricts him. So that I don't get why he won't let me. Well, he did let me try and do it the other day. Mow the lawn? Yeah. Oh, gee, that's really that's is- bold. That's a bold move for a bloke to let. Let his, uh, Someone that mows it three times in the one day. Especially yes. a bloke like that. But he was sore, <laughs> so I thought I'd do the right thing. And um, But but is this is this a ploy? Because then you do it so, bad, so crap yeah. that it'll never let you touch the mower again? Maybe my subconscious was going that way, but I did it <laughs> and he freaked out. He's going, no, you're doing it the wrong way. I said, it's getting cut because I'm going back over the same bit. And he freaked out. He actually stormed out and had to go to the neighbours. Uh, he said, I can't awesome. deal with watching her. And then, of course, I have to stop the mower to empty the grass bits and I can't restart it. <laughs> oh, dear. He said to his neighbours, oh, 
I'm going to have to go restart it because you could hear me trying and I couldn't so no, do it. no sleepover for you that night? No. So I was like, I'm trying to do a good thing, but he, he couldn't. I just said, you, like, we had a massive row in the front yard. Just let me mow. And he's yeah. like, oh, I couldn't deal with we're, it. So now he won't let me do it anymore. So We're not good at uh, accepting help, us blokes, sometimes. No. And yeah, okay, it's not going to be done the same way you would do it, but it's still going to be cut. Just grass. You're going to redo it next week. Yeah. So but it's um, a man thing, that and like barbecuing. Yeah, <laughs> the tong master. Yes. So, hey, uh, as much as I'd like to keep talking about cutting people's grass, Michaela, <laughs> we're, we're going to move on from that and that really bad dad joke. But it's, um, bad. it's not a dad joke, is it? It's just bad. really bad. This is just dodgy. Uh, so you are listening to the Tradies Business Show. In case you were wondering, it's it's got nothing to do with mowing and and uh, cleaning today. Uh, um. So, Warwick's feeling a bit uncomfortable because I'm, um, you know, saying it's time for him to Come. overshare himself. Yeah, it's time I came clean about something. A few of our listeners probably know about about uh, this already. And um, it's not for me just to have a, a pour my heart out session on air because uh, there is some relevance here. And I guess this is something that I know I've seen it a lot. Sadly, I've seen this a lot over the years that I've been uh, business coaching and mentoring and now uh, business wingman to uh, a handful of, of lucky clients that, that get to work with me. But um, it, it it's uh, something that affects almost half the population, probably more, I suspect. And uh, it's around relationships. Um, and so today we're going to talk about relationships and not just sort of husband-wife or, you know, life-partner style relationships or, you know, even same-sex couples these days, um, but relationships with key people in your life, whether that's a manager that you've been working with for a long time, but particularly, you know, a lot of our listeners, uh, no doubt you're a husband and wife uh, working together in a business, there's lots going on. And so many of our listeners, Michaela, probably don't know that um, my wife and I actually split last year. Uh, and you know it's it's still going through all of the wonderful stuff that tends to happen after 17 years together and a kid, um, and uh, you know multiple businesses and all that sort of stuff. So, uh, so that's been pretty shit. Um, it has. And uh, you know in the midst of all, all I can say is lucky. You know you've got me as support. <laughs> We've had a few off-air conversations. Over the last uh, well, 12 months, really, it's coming up now. But um, And there has been days where we were supposed to podcast <laughs> and I'm not recorded. I, I had some Duna days along the way. If, you, if you're wondering what the heck a Duna day is, you need to go back and listen to the, that episode. You'll find it in the title uh, in the back catalogue of the Tradies Business Show. But um, it has been tough and it still is and uh, there's more uh, rocky sections to come on this, uh, on this road. Um, but Michaela and I were chatting this morning in our little uh, mini planning session that we do before our episodes, which usually lasts for about 45 seconds, of um, maybe it's time for A, was it a come clean? Uh, so, you know, we, we're not going to go into gory details. But the second thing is, I, I do see a lot of this show up, and I know you've you've sort of had um, people around you, Michaela, that have gone through this, are going through this, and it really does affect a lot of people. So it kind of makes sense to talk about this in... in I guess relation to our businesses, because this is the tradies business show. Yeah. But how the freaking hell do you navigate, for example, a, a separation and divorce, and still run a business together, uh, 
or at least keep your business going as your source of income and not have everything come crashing down around your ears. Yeah, and it is really tough. And, uh, you know, I know for you there's been days where you've just been really struggling to focus. Right. You know, because you've got so much going on and messages and feelings coming up and all that kind of stuff and a big, big change in your life. Mm. I think it's important that, you know, you understand that you're going to have to create space in your life to deal with this stuff that's coming up. And that's been one of the biggest challenges is, you know, I've gone from a life of, uh, as I said, you know, more than 15 years with the one person, uh, like it's, it's almost half my life. Yeah. And, um, and, you know, both involved in, uh, each other's businesses and, you know, she sold her business a couple of years ago, uh, doesn't work, uh, by choice. That was all cool when we were still doing the whole, you know, I'm the businessman, I'm the primary breadwinner and, you know, she's the stay at home mum with our daughter. But when all that changed, all of a sudden I've got this busy life and then I'm trying to deal with all the emotion and, uh, and just the logistics of, separating everything and working through the finances and and shared care of our daughter and who also happens to be autistic uh and and time was never really uh available previously in terms of spare time and it just all of a sudden it became like i had negative time every day uh as in just wasn't getting to so many things and it's also not only the logistics of not getting to everything but you need to give time to go through the feelings that you're oh, having yeah. and grieve for your relationship, whether it's your wife or husband or, or whatever. But you actually got to give your time to be sad and grieve. and Which I didn't do no. initially anyway. Uh, so just keeping busy yeah. so you don't think about it doesn't necessarily work, does it? And I know, no. <laughs> yeah. And I know listeners may have seen that, you know, we used to do two episodes a week. Mm. And... Um, to create some space, I said, look, what is, right now, what do we need to do? Let's just make it one episode a week, mm. you know. Uh, and, you know, we may do more in the future, we may not. But right now, how we need it, this is what we're working for us. So we're looking at areas in our life that we can prioritise so that can create space for the change or the new things that you need to set up in your life. So I think that's really important that, I guess, you've got to understand that things aren't always going to be the same when a key relationship changes, but you need to allow adjustment time for that to come. And I, looking back, uh, and as I said, there's a long road to come with all of this for me. Um, but looking back, I'm actually grateful that it forced a bit of reevaluation in my own personal life. Uh, even even around my relationship with my daughter, the time that I do have with her is much more focused and present. And uh, you know, I'm thinking about what's the best way to spend time with with my girl um but even with the tradies business show for example we did sit down and have a look at what we were doing and uh where i was spending my time in terms of content creation and episode planning and all those sorts of things even in my business as well like it it really did force a bit of reevaluation, and that's something that i think um a lot of us need to do regularly without waiting for a, a divorce, for example, um, or, you know, you think about a key team member within your business. If you've got a great tradesperson that mm, maybe you started to take them for granted a little bit, but you don't realize that. And, and it's always easy for us to look back on these relationships and I can look back on, uh, on 17 years and probably see where things started to 
to perhaps drift. Uh, but at the time, you just don't realise because you're so busy, you're in it. We don't step back and actually reassess where we're at and talk to our partner or our, our key team members about, hey, how are we doing here? You know, let's, let's really put this under the spotlight and, uh, and just have a look at, are you getting what you need? What do you want? What are your expectations? How am I feeling about this? We just don't do that. We just mm. get into the day-to-day, all of a sudden it's 17 years down the track, and we're pulling the pin. Yeah. So I think that's a big part of working with your spouse or life partner in your business is don't neglect uh, your relationship because you're so busy with your business. Yep. And I know I've got, I've got uh, you know, a few of my wingman clients at the moment that I work with personally where we're working on the business stuff and, and their businesses are going pretty good. You know, we're getting results, making change. But I've actually started to notice people's relationships being under stress because of the focus on the business and they're not, they're not time blocking for their relationship. Mm. And without the relationship, there will be no business. Mm. Uh, so I think, you know, in terms of lessons to share or, you know, just, uh, I guess, putting to our listeners, hey, if, uh, you know, if I can use myself as a, as a laboratory example of perhaps there's a few things you could take away from this. I think one is to check in regularly with the people around you, you know, particularly your partners, and, um, and just do a proper check-in uh, of how we're we doing. Yeah, and I think it's also important to, you know, dedicate time, like you're saying, to your partner or other, your children. Um, so actually creating that space and not always having the business come first. I think, you know, that is such... We get so up in the day-to-day of mm. picking up the kids and yep. doing the invoicing and all that. We actually forget right there sitting next to us while we're stressing about what we're doing today is the love of my life. And yeah. maybe I should actually talk to them and how was their day. Yeah. <laughs> I think a lot of husbands actually sat down and were present and said... And wives, sorry. I didn't mean to be either mm, or. Careful. Uh, <laughs> we don't want to genderize the show. You know, how was your day? And yeah. I know when my husband takes time, and it doesn't happen all the time, but he'll say, okay, so how was your day? And I'll say, oh, it was good or it was bad or whatever. But just showing a little bit, you know, of interest in that day-to-day, as well as, you know, doing date nights and all that other stuff. And look, we're not marriage counsellors. We're not no. anywhere near well, <laughs> any experts. I think I'm pretty well qualified to say I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly. But, but your yeah. experiences will help others. And I think it's also important to, you know, and we have discussed this on the show, about that line of trying to separate the business from the marriage and, and other relationships. And when you're spending time with your kids, trying to turn the phone off and all that kind of, and it all comes back to being present mm. oh, in the current moment. Yep. And, yeah, I see people doing date nights and that sort of stuff, but I also notice it, it can become a bit robotic. It's like we do it without really putting the intent or the essence into those things. I mean, it doesn't have to be a fancy restaurant with candles and, you know, someone personally playing the guitar for you and your partner uh, to make it a good date night. It could literally be sitting on the damn couch just chatting about your next holiday, but just having that focused, present time is the key to it, not doing the date night itself. Yeah, and I know even last night I um, went to my own room um, to download something I'd done on Apple 
um, binge watch something. And as I'm walking to my room, I was like, oh, you want to come and watch this World War II doco? Now, it was the last thing I felt like watching. But <laughs> so I thought, romantic, don't I know. You? <laughs> uh, no, it would be good to, you know, sit on the couch and watch this with him while he had his dinner. So we did that. Mm. So it wasn't a date night as such, but for some reason the kids were quiet. I don't know what. Maybe they ran out for the night and come back later. Yep. I don't know, but they were quiet for a change. Yep. So we got to spend an hour on the couch. Yeah. Talk, and we talked a lot of the way through, thank God, because it was boring as anything. But, mm. you know, it was just quality time. Yeah. And it, and we, as as business people and entrepreneurs in particular, um, tradie business owners, we get very stuck on and very focused on, I've got to do this first. And I... I have heard myself even say this to my daughter over the the last couple of years leading up to this of, you know, she'd be like, come and play with me, daddy. Uh, sorry, sweetheart. I've got to get out the door. I've got to get to this client appointment. Now, I'm not advocating being late to everything all the time, but 10 minutes to say, you know what? Yeah, let's, let's, let's play catch for five minutes or 10 minutes. And just connecting with the people around you. And the same goes for your key staff members, okay? This 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 is about relationships, not just yep. marriages, right? So if you're listening to this thinking, oh, Wazza's just having a bit of a, you know, pouring his heart out, give him a beer and he can cry into that. Um, I, I just, I see this with my wingman clients. I see this with business people all over the place is those little bits, the one percenters with the people around you. We talk about customers and doing one percenters for your customers, Think about the key relationships in your life. Just taking that little bit of time out to spend five minutes with your kid as you're walking out the door and make an exception that day, that stuff really does stick and makes a huge impact on the people around you. Yeah. And I know, you know, an example, one of our toolkit mastermind members was saying the other day how they went and bought their staff Subway for lunch. Yeah. They just thought, oh, I'll just go. Out of the blue. Out of the blue. And that probably means more to those guys than what he probably realises. They actually thought, you know what, I appreciate these guys. I'm just going to spontaneously show that. Um, I think he only bought six inches. He should have put a foot long. <laughs> right, really, come on. Come on. But, hey, the thought was there. You know, hopefully he gave him a drink. But it's all about... Hopefully it wasn't a sugary drink. <laughs> <laughs> but it was all about just that spontaneous showing yeah. of appreciation to you your team and that they were yep. doing a good job and, and things like that. So I think it, it is so important to yep. to pay attention to this stuff. Absolutely. So, yeah, you know, I've, I've re-evaluated a lot of things in my life. Uh, I value a lot of things more and differently in my life. And um, it, it's, it's cliche and it gets used a lot, but it's damn true is the quality of the time we spend with the people around us is what's tantamount it's what's most important and if you think about this show uh yeah we dropped back to one episode a week and i'm very grateful for that michaela and i'll say that on air uh hey it was less uh, work for me to <laughs> oh you were just thinking of yourself Again, Typi- about typical Maui, bloody yeah. woman uh but you know, dropping back to one episode a week, we actually got much more focused on okay if we're going to do this not to say that our episodes prior to that were garbage but we did actually reevaluate and say, well, let's really put some effort into planning these episodes and, and making sure that we're delivering good quality. And, and the feedback that we're getting from our listeners says that that's the case. Um, and, and, you know, if you've got more feedback on that, we'd love to hear from you via the Facebook page or, you know, leave us a voicemail or something on tradiesbusinessshow.com. 
But, uh, you know, it's the same with the people around us, with your staff members, is if you're going to put the time in with them, make it focus time, make it quality time, book 15 minutes a week to do a focus one-on-one with every single staff member or with your key managers and actually sit down, turn your phone off or give it to your receptionist or put it in the freaking rubbish bin and sit down with that person and say, righto, Bob, this is your time now, mate. How's things going? Tell me, tell me how you're going here with your job and, and what feedback you've got for me. And those actual periods of listening, like you were saying, Michaela, of listening to the people around you, really does put deposits into their emotional bank accounts because yeah, they feel heard and appreciated. That's right. And that, you know, often they, they're not telling you for you to solve their problems. I mean, sometimes in employee... Um, Things might come up, yeah. Yeah, but a lot of the time it's just they want you to understand. I think this is a big difference with men and women um, marriages that they just want you to understand where they're coming from. doesn't necessarily mean they want a lecture about how to fix it or solve the problem. That's right. There will be conversations like that, but sometimes it's just, I just want to feel valued and listened to. And I I have to say, you know, if I'm going to spill my guts here on air, one of the things that came out with uh, the early stages of, of my split was, uh, and I know my ex doesn't listen to the show, so uh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure she's not going to be able to use this against me. But um, but basically, you know, 17 years in a relationship, uh, 13 years married, and um, you know, a lot of time together, a kid, all that sort of stuff. And to be told, particularly as a man, that like I felt like I worked pretty hard in our marriage, and and that I was supportive and. Uh, understanding and all those sorts of things. You know, I thought I did a pretty good job. Uh, clearly, uh, I was I was perhaps a little misguided in that. But I actually got told that I, I never listened and understood her, never listened to her, never understood her, and I wasn't supportive. Um, now, a lot of things get said in anger, but that that to me was a real wake-up call of I thought I was listening, I thought I was being supportive, but you know what? It doesn't matter what I thought I was doing. If the other person in the relationship doesn't have that perception, if that's not their reality, then you need to actually have a, have a good look at, well, what do you consider to be support? How would I listen to you better as the other person? And the only way to do that is to ask them. You know, there's this ridiculous thing, and I see this in businesses with staff, I see it in marriages and, and life partnerships, where there's all of these assumptions and mind-reading uh, things going on, where it's like we expect the other person to just know. That's yeah. ridiculous. How, how the heck can we just know? You know, we need to actually ask each other and say, like you would do it with a new employee. Well, they'd actually tell you. Yep. They tell you what they want. They tell you how much money they want to make, but they don't tell you necessarily, and particularly if you don't ask, is... Well, I felt really unappreciated and taken for granted in my last role, and I put a lot of effort into it, and they really didn't say anything nice to me about that. So, yeah, they paid me a hundred grand as their ops manager, but yeah, now some people will say that, but you need to get better at asking. So, so what are you looking for? You know, what's important to you in your role? What do you want out of this freaking marriage? You know, what would it mean to you for me to be a supportive husband or wife? Yeah, and I think it's. The other side of that is assuming that you'll know how they'll react to that question. Yep. Oh, he won't listen or he'll get angry or whatever. Mm. You've got to get rid of those assumptions because sometimes you can be surprised if you are present and actually ask the question, not in a fit of anger or 
actually take the time to say, look, this is how I'm feeling. And you'll often be surprised, you know, at the reaction you get back. So don't assume it's going to be um, how you think it's going to be answered or reacted to. You've got to stay open to what the other person's telling you. Mm. Uh, So that's all well and good. But um, one of the other things that I've really learned out of this this process, uh, this phase of my life, is um, how important it is to be self-aware. And, you know, if you, if you go and search in the self-help category in iTunes, you'll find a bazillion podcasts in there that talk about this sort of stuff. Um, but the biggest thing I, I feel that's helped me get through all of this without losing my marbles, um, and, you know, we still talk. So my ex and I still talk. Uh, you know, we're navigating reasonably well. I think we're doing a pretty good job. She doesn't necessarily agree all the time with that, but... Um, but by and large, I think we're doing a pretty good job. There's no lawyers involved. Uh, you know, we're, we're managing to negotiate reasonably well. Uh, a big part of that for both of us, actually, has been a journey of self-awareness. And if you want to go light some candles and put on some incense right now, you can. Mm. But it's not about that crap, right? It's just literally about being able to look in the mirror and answer the question to yourself, who am I? And answer that honestly and if you don't like the stuff that comes up for you, is to be able to then go and do some work around that. You know, am I angry? Am I, am I short-tempered? Am I impatient? Um, and if those are the sorts of things that come up for you, then you can start to think about, well, geez, how is that affecting me first and foremost? And then what impact is that having on the people around me? You know, who am I being that is creating these reactions from others and these, you know, dysfunctional or codependent relationships with the people around me. Mm. So you really got to start by looking at yourself because you can't change the people around you. And I think, I think as a listener, you know that. As a business owner, you know that. You know that you need to take ownership. The how-to on that is pretty hard. Uh, and there's, as I say, there's heaps of books. Um, I'm listening to a really great audio book at the moment called Extreme Ownership, uh, written by a couple of ex-Navy SEALs, not surprisingly, but uh, but they actually do work in the corporate space now. And it's a really good audio book. I've given it to a client of mine who's having some challenges at the moment, one of my wingman clients. He's loving it. Uh, it's hard. It's hard to look in the mirror and say, you know what, everything I've got in my life right now, including my divorce and um, you know my client struggles or whatever else, is because of one person. And it's me. And if I go and work on me, which is actually the only person I can change, then things around me will change. And and that's been... I already knew the principle, and I've been teaching that for years through my you know business coaching. I've, I've trotted that out at seminars and with clients, and I've given keynotes on that. Uh, and now I've actually learned the lesson <laughs> firsthand. So, well, <laughs> sorry to all those people that I lectured all those years. <laughs> Well, I know that like I'm coming up to my 40th this year and I must say that I've had a big reflective year and I've gone through a very similar process as well. And I have made some changes in the way, <clears throat> excuse me, I approach things and, and things like that. And I am, maybe it's my perception of things around me, mm. but you know, I'm getting different things back from other people. It does. It shifts the way you relate to other yep. human beings. You know, when when you step up and actually take ownership of who you are and understand that nobody does anything to us. They're just reacting to the who in us, you know, who am I? And 
you know, I'm seeing that w- with with some of my new friendships and uh, new interests that I've taken. I mean, I'm I'm massive into my CrossFit nowadays, and it's the thing I love about CrossFit more than anything is the community, and actually the openness that that people have within that community is is kind of cool. And I, I just want to share something. I know it's one thing that you know you were really reluctant to tell people of how they react, but you've been amazed at the openness of people to help you, been in similar situations, just want someone to talk to. Oh, by you... Yeah, for, for, I don't know, four or five months, I kept it under my hat. Uh, and particularly as a bloke, like, you don't go around talking about your feelings and stuff. Yeah, no, imagine that. And there's no way I want my clients to know that you I've, I've got, got a failed together. marriage. Yeah. And that, and I'll be honest, you know, my business struggled a bit um, and I'm still feeling the hangover from that of just literally just losing focus I mean you know there's days I'd go home and uh, go and hide in my room and crawl under the bed and just not want to come out so stuff just wasn't getting done I stopped marketing myself I stopped talking about the fact that I work with clients um, because I just couldn't I couldn't process all that stuff but there's no way I was going to tell anybody that got to keep the stiff upper lip son yeah Um, don't show anybody weakness yeah but when I did actually you know drop it with a couple of people because it just it was relevant yep it did start a bit of a thing where they're like oh geez man i had no idea look if there's anything i can do and and of course people are going to be supportive and helpful i mean that's generally speaking that's how we are if you think about yourself as a listener if you had a friend or someone you worked closely with that shared something like that with you i'm pretty sure most of our listeners would be like i had mate, can I help out, you know? Well, that's okay, don't worry about this week's session, which is what a couple of clients said to me. It's like, man, if you need some space, don't worry about it. Just just take a week, go yep. go get your head straight. And also, you by sharing will help other people who don't think they can share, yeah. share as well. So it is yeah, yeah, yeah. that ripple which helps you in turn as well. And then you're surrounding yourself with people that understand and can help you on that journey and they'll be there when you need them in that part of your life. So, And that's probably the last um, point that I've, I, really wanted to put out there in uh you know bearing my soul today thank you Michaela. <laughs> um and it has taken almost a year to get to this point where i'm kind of comfortable to talk about it on the podcast um but the big thing is get help ask for help you know ask for support um just let people help you you don't have to go out there and seek help and ask for help proactively necessarily but, uh, but just allow people to support and help you. And I know, Michaela, you've been a massive uh, support as my podcasting uh, partner and, and business partner. And uh, again, on air, I'll say I'm very grateful for that, mate. Shucks, I really don't appreciate worry. it. Don't, don't deflect. Uh, so, yeah, just, just seeking help and support is um, reaching out to people. Now, whether that's um, a friend or a family member or it might be somebody unexpected, you know, I, have, I actually have a number of people approach me seeking support, um, somewhat guardedly because they're just a little uncomfortable with it. But but as they open up more, um, you know, they actually feel a lot better and get a lot more progress. So sometimes it can be the strangest people. It could be somebody at your gym or your sporting club um, that just seems to be a good listener or you feel comfortable with. Uh, you don't have to sit down for a counselling session. But you know what? Why not? We put all these negative connotations around talking to people and getting help with really struggling with the manager and we're not getting on and, you know, he's just got a bad attitude and I just don't, I'm honestly lost. It might be, I don't know, your local freaking baker that you just yeah. always have a good yarn to, you know. My local butcher 
actually took me out the back one day, not to sort of cut me up Showy or anything because I didn't pay his bill. <laughs> oh, I trust <laughs> you to take it there. No, oh, he, sorry, he didn't have any sausages, sausages to show me. No, it's a serious topic, sorry. Um, he did have some nice chicken breasts. But, uh, but you know, we just got chatting one day and, and uh, asked me how things were going. And just in that moment, I thought, okay, I could just – and I've written a blog post about this, how we lie to people every day. He asked me how I was going. And I looked at him and I thought – well, today's a really bad day, and uh, you know, I think that was a day I actually skipped doing anything, and I went to buy some some steaks. I bought myself a nice steak for dinner, make myself feel better. Uh, and I said, "Actually, pretty shit, mate. Going through, you know, really rough time at the moment." Blah blah blah. Not expecting him to do anything, and he didn't have any other customers in. He said, "Mate, come out the back for a sec." I went and sat in his office for an hour while he told me all about his story and what he'd been through and some of the things that really helped him. And if everyone needed to chat, just let him know. It's just my local butcher. Yeah. So you just never know who might be able to support you in, in whatever you're working through with, whether it's a marriage breakdown or a staff member issue or crikey, you might just be feeling a bit low at the moment. Mm. Yeah? And it's okay to talk and tell people how you're feeling. Yeah. We all go through ups and downs. Doesn't make you broken or stupid or no. weak or anything else. And people will probably respect you more and think, you know, your integrity will be greater and you'll be authentic and you know what? You'll just be you. That's right. And that and that's the key is we just got to be our, our authentic selves and uh, things have a way of, of working out, I guess. Um, I know there's probably listeners out there going through, uh, well, I've been pulled up on this a couple of times by people close to me, but going through worse than me. And it's not that we need to compare our our levels of suffering or stress or, or anything with anybody else because for each of us as individuals, it's personal. But I just want to say, you know, I'm sure there's listeners that have been through tough times, are going through tough times, will probably go through some tough times. Again, whether it's relationship breakups or staff problems or, you know, cash flow struggles or whatever, those three principles, I guess, or the three things that I've really learned over the last uh, year or so. Um, I'd, I'd love to hear your feedback if you've had similar lessons, different lessons. Um, hit us on the website. would love to get some voicemails from you if you're bold enough to, uh, to share. You don't have to name names necessarily, but um, if you hit our website, tradiesbusinessshow.com, there's a little speak pipe voicemail app there we've had a couple come in and we're going to share some listener questions uh, on future episode um, but give us give us a quick story or you know what's been your lessons through some of your tough times and if you want to go on a date with Warwick you can also leave a voicemail and I'll scan them and <laughs> the car's going to screen for me yeah no so yeah so true everything you say so hopefully please uh, listeners can share with us but one really important question uh, are you on tinder yet uh no, no. I, I will. I'm going to fess up and say that I created a profile so I could have a quick 15 minute gander at the local <laughs> talent, and I have to say I deleted my profile at the about 14 minute mark. <laughs> so I got to get off this thing. It's scary. There's some scary people out there. <laughs> well, if you want to find out more about how to date Warwick or about the show, head to tradiesbusinessshow.com. You know, you know what we should do? I think we, we get a, a, a dating expert on. Really? Yeah. Well, I'm sure we've got a lot of single listeners as well as married. Maybe they can Yeah, because it, it can be those... hard to uh, get the old personal life uh, happening when you're busy with a business. You know, you're working long hours and maybe if you are already separated, you've got kid time and all that. It is, 
It's bloody hard to meet people, actually. It is, and like when you're better in yourself and you're having a good time, then it'll flow onto your business and other things. So yeah, maybe this will be like a community service thing about how to let's let's start a tradies dating app. Dating for training. Let's not do that. No, let's not. <laughs> uh, but thanks for listening, and uh, hopefully we we won't overshare as much. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Next we'll, time. We'll get back to like marketing or something boring. Oh, yeah, cash flow. Websites, yeah. No, your love life is so much more interesting. Uh, yeah, not yet. All right. Uh, thanks for tuning in, listeners. Um, great to have you with us. And uh, I'm, I'm going to say it one more time. Really thankful for Michaela for your support on the show. And I'm really thankful for our listeners too. I think... Uh, you know, it's heartwarming, the messages we do get, whether it's about websites or my marriage breakdown or you quitting a business, you know, I know that was big for you too uh, late last year. So, you know, great to have you listening to the show. Please share us around, tell your friends about it. Um, we just want to help more tradies uh, get off the tools and into true business ownership. So until next episode, here You've been listening to The Tradies Business Show with Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. Want to get off the tools and into true business ownership? Find out how at tradiesbusinessshow.com.